Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. Okay, so we're going to do that. Today we're going to talk about um, the question we're going we're gonna to answer is, is I'm, I'm eating as, as well as a human being can possibly eat, but I'm still having uh, my Hashimoto's symptoms. And I actually see this a lot. I see it a lot now because uh, in the day when we first started doing this, <laughs> and all we knew was <clears throat> we told everybody to get off of gluten, casein, soy, corn, and eggs. That's what we did. And those were allergies, okay? They weren't sensitivities. Uh, at that time, we weren't even testing for sensitivities. We were kind of just putting people on diets, and, and it, eight months later, we'd have them reintroducing foods, and it was crazy. And we're far, much farther along on that. But now, you're watching me, you're watching a lot of my other colleagues probably online, and, um, and you're getting a lot of data. People are coming in here much more informed um, in a manner of maybe not, maybe not as, as informed relative to uh, uh, the, uh, the fullness of the topic, uh, the, the full context of Hashimoto's. And so, but, it, but people are coming in here knowing that diet's important. A lot of people, not everybody, but, but most people. So people have tried diets and, 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 and then you have that person that comes in here and goes, how much better can I eat? I'm like I, a lot of a lot, vegans, vegetarians, pescatarians, uh, I'm eating great and, uh, and I, feel still, I still feel terrible. So the first answer to that is, is if we, is most, most patients who come in here who have um, autoimmune thyroid disease have a thyroid problem, which is probably the second most common cause for digestive issues. Uh, it slows down your digestive system, and then you start not digesting your food properly, stomach's slowing down, pancreas is slowing down, gallbladder's slowing down. And this is the way you start to develop food sensitivities. Um, the number one cause, for that is stress. Okay, so a lot of these folks are stressed, even though they're, and they're particularly stressed because they're eating great and, and they're not feeling good. And some people are actually coming in and saying, you know, I feel good, I'm eating this diet, I'm eating as good as anybody, but if I get off of this diet, just one food, all my symptoms come back. Um, so that's a person who already has developed a bunch of food sensitivities and they're managing it by just not eating those foods. But the problem with that is, <clears throat> whatever caused all those food sensitivities in the first place, in other words, your broken down digestive system, and whatever caused that, whether it's because you had, because you had stress, or because you have a thyroid problem, or because you have SIBO, or whatever it is, there's a number of things that can cause your digestive system to break down. You have an ulcer in your stomach, that breaks down the rest of the system. So, so usually that person is gonna have something like that. Okay, and, and what happens is they keep eliminating the foods and eliminating foods and, and they feel better. A lot of them feel better, a lot of them don't. And, and, and the reason for both is they still have the broken down digestive system that caused this in the first place. And so they're feeding, they're, they're eliminating foods and, and they're eating new foods. They're putting the new foods into the old digestive system that's calmed down 
because uh, because you've you've eliminated you're not eating a lot of foods that stir it up all the time, but it's still not a correct functioning digestive system. So now you put a new food in there and you go, oh, that food's not okay. All uh, that food's not okay either. So you put that new food in there and then it goes through the digestive process. It doesn't get digested properly. And then it goes through the whole process of becoming a food sensitivity and now you can't eat that. So really what it is, um, when that that person's coming in and and they're eating better than 90% of the planet, um, first thing I think of is, okay, number one, we probably probably have a, a broken down digestive system. What's causing that? The next step is, is it, is, it, is it thyroid? Is it stress? Uh, it, do we have them go back on this diet and see what their symptoms are and see if they blow up? And is it small intestinal bacterial overgrowth? And so you need to kind of figure out what's causing it in the first place. And then you need to understand how the digestive system is broken down. Then you have to put them on a diet for them, which usually is not one, just one diet, by the way. Usually it's a combination of two or three diets. If you have a thyroid diet, hormone problem, you have to take out triggers out for that. If you have food sensitivities, we run a food sensitivity test. You have to take those out. If you have all that plus small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, you got to take those out, which, which is like you're left with like meats and, and vegetables. And then you tell me you're a vegetarian and that can also be a challenge. So, so the diet can be a little challenge for a while, but you have to figure out the right diet for that person. Um, and there may be other things. That person may have gastritis. Maybe they got an ulcer. So you have to figure out the right diet for that person to bring everything down, to lower the temperature, to dampen the immune system if they have an autoimmune thyroid disease, to, to do those types of things. And then once you've done that, and once you've figured out what's causing their digestive system to break down, now you can use herbs, botanicals, if it's chronic stress responses. You have to, I do functional neurology as well as functional medicine. You have to figure out you know, how to, how to get the brain more calmed down. And, and, and one of the ways to calm down the brain is, is getting all that other stuff under control. But while that's like not under control, you have to, you, you have to work with the brain um, in it, with, with different herbs, botanicals, neurotransmitters, who knows, maybe even some brain rehab exercises or things of that nature. Because, you have, because if that's the cause, you have to take care of that at the same time. But this is a person who comes in who's eating better than anybody on planet Earth and either still doesn't feel well, or if they reintroduce their foods, everything comes back. So that's, that's the framework. That's the framework for what's happening to you if that's what you're experiencing. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.